And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Whoa, whoa, WrestleMania, fighting to survive. Pump it up, pump it up. Wait a minute, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Is there a WrestleMania coming up soon? The WrestleMania is happening this weekend, Doc really? Manson at Doc Manson. It's funny because like, I know we've talked about it in passing on the show at the least, but it doesn't feel like it's here. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I realize... I'm so out of the WWE product and all that, but like it, it, it's literally mind boggling to me that you're telling me that WrestleMania is this weekend. I feel like I have seen and heard nothing about it, but Hey, I guess nope. not being on squared circle, not being on Twitter. I, I mean, I guess where would I hear about it? Where would I see it? I don't know. Are you excited? Are you going to have uh, a good time? I was having a conversation with the missus yesterday. Man. Really? Uh, on paper, this is a good show. Good. On paper, there are exciting things happening on this car- card both nights. Um, it should be good. You know, I am sure the parts that I do watch... I will enjoy. Okay. Well, that's um, that's good. Now, are you talking the parts that you're going to watch? Are you talking about watching 5% of the show, or are we talking about watching 80% of the show? Well, what are we talking? Here? Well, the breakdown? well do, do we want to go through? You know, there are I currently... Think, I think we should. Although, before we get right into that WrestleMania stuff, let's just, let's just put a tack on that for a second then, because I think we should totally do that as, as the meat of this show speaking of meat that's a nice drumstick you got there um i also just wanted to formally publicly apologize to you dc matthews okay you sent me a text message asking for my input about vpns yeah and i i saw it and i said i'm going to respond to this and then i didn't (laughs) and then i don't know a full 24 hours later you texted me again and I felt badly about it. I want to be better, DC. I'm not good about responding to people. I want I, to be better. Can I can I tell you? Every so often I look through my texts. I found a text from Tall Guy from February 16th that I had not responded to until about maybe 4 days ago. All right. So, well, I, all it's right. not that, you know, it's not that I'm that much better at it. Um and you offered me a, a good amount of help once you did respond, uh, which I am grateful for. I am nervous about the VPN thing just because it's something new. And whenever you, I am faced with something new, the fear of, you know, doing it wrong. I'm like, I don't mind spending, like I'll spend $80 for a two year subscription like that. You know, I am fortunate enough that that is not an expense that is going to break my bank, but I am like, all right, what if I to get it and I figure out how to download it on the fire stick and then I don't know what to do. <laughs> I think you'll figure it out. I hope so. Cause major league baseball opening day is tomorrow and it would be nice to be able to watch some Boston Red Sox games. If we so choose. Yeah. So, 
Does the do you know if the Fire Stick app allows you to choose the location? That's the only thing I don't know about. Is I don't know what the huh. functionality of the Fire app. You know, I don't. Is that's a good question. I don't know. Might be worth um, like trying to look it up on YouTube. See if somebody's got a video of how that app works. It probably yeah. exists. Um, and ostensibly, a VPN should be able to do that. I just I'm not familiar with Fire Sticks. So how do you do it? Well, as I mentioned to you before, I do have some devices that simply aren't compatible with VPNs. I do most of my TV watching through an Apple TV, and there are no VPN apps. It's not something they allow on their app store. So I either have to enable the VPN on the router temporarily. I might do it for an evening, but I don't like doing it permanently because the processors on routers are not fast enough and it does, the the encryption bogs everything down so you'll see your internet bandwidth drops precipitously versus what your top maximum speed should be but okay. again for for an evening or something um it's usually fast enough to handle the streaming and that's fine although more more recently more often what i've been doing is again oddly enough i, I use an apple tv and there are no vpns available in that app store but there are all sorts of VPN apps available in just the normal app store, whether that's for iPhone or iPad. So typically what I do is I set up the VPN on the iPad and then I airplay over to the Apple TV and that just solves everything. Okay. That's usually that's usually the simplest and most straightforward um, solution for me. I That's the kind of thing that I would not have thought of. So I very much appreciate that piece of advice because I should look into that before. Uh, we make the investment because then I got to get the MLB TV, which is another, you know, the whole thing's going to cost probably $200, which if we watch a hundred, if we watch parts of a hundred baseball games this year, that That's worth it. Is, is easily worth it. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to uh, the WWE, which Nick Khan was talking today about how, you know, they are open to considering to sell the rights of their big pay-per-view shows to a place like ESPN or Fox so they could air it exclusively on their service and you'd have to get, you know, the ESPN streaming service or whatever in order to get it. So once again, are there premium live events currently provided through Peacock? Correct. Okay. So I will be watching. They're saying is they would sell their, not just their pay-per-views, but their product to a different, Streaming service? They were talking about being in the future. They would be open to the idea of giving the rights to certain shows to, you know, certain places. So, like, for example, the Super Bowl or the NFL playoffs are on, like, four different channels. So they have some on CBS. So you have to get Paramount Plus or figure out some other way in order to watch those. Then they have some on NBC. So you have to have like the NBC sports app or whatever and NBC or Peacock, for example. Um, So, you know, they, whether or not that's what happens in the future, I don't know. I think that's what you say when you're basically going to be spending your weekend in LA saying to everybody who will listen, please buy me, please buy me. Yeah. I'm the WWE. Please purchase me for billions of dollars. So, uh, but yes, what do you what do you, what do you drink in there? Is that some it's some some grape juice? Looks like it. it it's spiked smoothie mixed mixed berry. How so is it? It's got blueberry, blackberry, strawberry. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. It basically tastes like slightly alcoholic 
Um, grape juice, as you said. Yeah, um, I've gone back to the I've gone back to the old favorite, the blueberry pomegranate. There seltzer. you go. There you go. Uh, so yeah, let, let's talk WrestleMania this Saturday and Sunday. If Doc Manson chooses to fire up the old Peacock, uh, he could watch the opening match of the show. We will begin with the United States Championship. The champion, of course, being Austin Theory. Of course. Uh, taking on his challenger, some guy named John Cena. Never heard of him. So that will be opening <clears throat> the show. I have a passing interest in that match. Has um, Mr. Cena been seen on television recently? He has shown up once or twice. He has cut some promos on Austin Theory and basically said, you're forgettable. Has Austin uh, Theory retorted that John Cena is now the rock on the side of that exact same feud where John Cena is the one coming back for barely I any I will tell you that uh, most of these, I, this would be a show where I would pay attention to the, the promo vignette because I have no idea. I, you know, um, I'm assuming there's something like that. He's a has-been. He's old news. Austin Theory is the future. Uh, so I, you know, I have a passing interest. I will watch it because it's the opening match of WrestleMania. What's uh, your John prediction? John Cena takes it? Yeah. Does a little stint? I, I think, hey, it would be great if Austin Theory got this win. This would be you know, a nice moment for him. But I think John Cena... Wins the title, makes the fans happy right away. Does a couple your, weeks your, of your entire like top of your head is cut off, and it is it is bothering me. There we go. There's that no. <laughs> There's that beautiful noggin. All right, There's I'm sorry. Bottles. As you were saying, I... uh, yeah, you know, has a couple weeks of open challenges. You know, takes on, I don't know, whoever. Um, <laughs> You know, Carmelo Hayes makes his debut on the Raw roster, and rest, you know, we it worked out. We got Kevin Owens out of the deal. Uh, the next what? match, no, Kevin Owens made his WWE debut, not NXT, right, right, uh, right. But within the John Cena a, challenge, answering yeah. a John Cena open challenge. So. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm going in the order of Wikipedia. I don't believe this is the actual order. Uh, Seth Frickin' Rollins versus Logan Paul. I'll be giving that a pass. Agreed. Yep. I will not be watching that. Um, there Out are curiosity. Three... Why you're a big Seth Rollins fan, aren't you? You let you enjoy yeah, his. I do, and I will say that Logan Paul. The little bits I've seen, Logan Paul is a naturally gifted athlete and decent pro wrestler, whom I do not want to support with my time. Fair. That's pretty much how I feel about it. I was just curious if that was. Yes. Yeah, nope. All right. Nope. Just. Just no, thanks. Uh, there are currently, of the four women's matches we're going to see on WrestleMania weekend, three of them are currently listed under night one, which seems a little stupid. Uh, we're going to see Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky take on Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita. I am interested. I'll, this actually might be the women's match I am the most interested in. I, I don't um, know. I'm always hesitant when you've got these... "Quote unquote legends coming back." I, I agree. Like a tag match is probably the best case scenario for it, but 
I don't know. Do we need it? Do we need it? No. Is it a nice sort of, you know, we always, we often see the male legends make a return. Your John Cena's, your what have you's. It's nice that we I are just, in I don't know. Like, I feel like John Cena, is, again, he's like in that rock territory where he's recent enough mm-hmm. that he's just sort of been away doing his own yeah. thing. But someone like Trish and Lita, like their heyday was so long True. ago. I'll it would be Lita. like The Rock coming back now, which I'm sorry, GQ. I don't want to see anymore. Uh, I will also say it's not like this is a one time uh thing here at least for lita lita has wrestled oh never mind once in uh i thought she had wrestled Woo! knocking off that ring rust she won. she wrestled once and won the tag team titles with becky lynch so are they currently the champions they are currently the tag team champions they have to be if she only wrestled once um yeah it'll be interesting some people are speculating that trish is gonna turn on becky and lita i don't know about that but uh, Brock Lesnar versus Omos is, I think we talked about this earlier when we were talking about this show. Uh, you know, that's is a, Ozmo, is Omos, Omos, Amos. I don't is know. Omos, is he, is, is he, what is he, is he good? Is, is he watchable? Is he, I have seen a couple of his matches and I will say everyone left me going. He is better than a guy that size needs to be. Okay, so so he could be on a scale could, of one to Great Kali. He's one. at least an eleven. Yeah, he's better than Great Kali. Okay. okay, you know he's not Big Show in his prime, um, but he's Big Show not in his prime. Which you know That's there were still a couple, okay. Yeah, there were some moments there where Big Show wasn't in his prime and still was decent. So yeah, okay, all right. Um, and then, you know, Bianca versus Asuka will be good. It will be good. Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley will be good. I just feel like, and I mentioned this maybe on my podcast or whatever, this should be switched. It should be Charlotte versus Asuka and Bianca versus Rhea. The, the, the matchup seems off to me, but that's just me. It'll be good. Uh, so again, you know, of those, I have a passing interest in watching them. Um, I'm sure they will be entertaining. And then we have, you know, Gunther versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. That will be watching people just legitimately get hurt. That'll be fine. Uh, Edge versus the demon Finn Balor in Hell in a Cell. I'm trying not to get too excited, but rumors are that Gangrel's going to be, you know, featured. There might be some brood action here. So no way. I, that, that to me is always going to be good. Uh, there is a fatal four-way women's tag match. There's a fatal four-way men's tag match. Uh, Braun Strowman has been teaming with Ricochet, because why not? Uh, Braun Strowman. I forgot he was back. Yep. All right. How's uh, his narrative doing? And he seems to have it under control. All right. You know, Chelsea Green's going to be at WrestleMania. Who? Zack Ryder's girlfriend? Yeah. She made her debut at the Rumble. And his rest, I don't think she's won a match yet, but she's she's teaming with Sonya Deville. They're going to be part of this, uh, this pay-per-view. 
or PLE. Speaking of legends, uh, we got to get Zack Ryder back. Uh, I want to watch surprised. Kane put him in a wheelchair and push him off a stage again. No, I don't want to see Kane ever again, actually. Yeah. But somebody else could do it. Yeah. Uh, the last three are the big story matches. You've got the Usos versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. That is probably the match I am most looking forward to. <clears throat> You've got Roman versus Cody. Fine. <laughs> and then just recently, the sto- you know, they did this story very well. They got it to the last minute. Father versus son, Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Does anyone care about that? The story has been good. Dominic has been pushing and pushing and pushing. And much like Brett and Owen back in the 90s, Ray's been like, I won't fight you. I won't fight you. I won't fight you. You know, uh, Dominic and Rhea Ripley keep on holidays. They keep showing up at the Mysterio house uninvited, beating Ray up. Um, and eventually, you know, uh, last week, well, maybe it was, was it last week? Yesterday? At some point recently, Dominic told his mom to shut up and was yelling at her, and you don't talk to your mother that way, and that was the straw that broke the lawn darts back, and so now we're going to see it. So I can't say it's going to be a good match, but I'm sure the story will be good. And that, as of right now, Doc, is, is the WrestleMania you're missing. Don't you feel foolish? I do. I do. Maybe I'll have to rectify the situation maybe doubt it uh what's new in the life of uh doc manson we didn't do the usual small talk we jumped right in are you keeping up with distractible now that they're happening twice a week no i i haven't listened to distractible i think since december so yeah i fell off and then they were like we're going to twice a week we're doing the video podcast and i was like i think i'm done yeah Maybe when I have a little more free time or I'm looking for something else to listen to, I'll go back and catch up. But I was just like, nope. I didn't really care about the video thing. I would still continue to listen to it on audio. But I don't know, man. Something about getting that Spotify endorsement just makes me want to not engage. Mm. I don't know what I have against Spotify. I just. But regardless, I guess I actually. But again, I stopped listening in December, which was well before any of that happened. So, yeah, I guess I just sort of fell off. I haven't yeah. really been listening to any podcasts, so eh. What do you what do you what has replaced that? Nothing. Just listening to the sound of your own internal monologue? I guess so. Yeah. Are you still oozing or are you back in back in the back, back in, in the, the lecture hall? How how did you get a big standing ovation when you came back? No. I think the um class is largely just angry and they're going to stew for most of the rest of the semester. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see how your uh, review. What are you eating that looks so delightful? They're just little like, pretzel nuggets. Okay. I was like, I think it's a savory thing, but. They're covered in um, cinnamon sugar and they're delicious. Ah, okay. So they are a sweet, sweeter sort of thing. Do you get it from the local? Isn't there a local pretzel pretzel place? There is, but no, this came from a mail order place. Ooh, mail order pretzel nugs. Mm, delicious. Doc Manson's really living the life. Did you miss being back in the in the lecture hall? Oh, it is good to be back. I like um, performing a few times a week, right? So, yeah, no, it's good to be back. Still getting, still shaking off the ring rust to use a 
wrestling term, but you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's coming along. This is the more difficult material now, this part of the semester. So trying to get my brain back around it and get back into the groove. It's does coming out he, right. Does the guy who took over for you stick around or is he just gone now? I haven't seen him, but you know, he didn't see me at all during his um, part of the course either. So whatever. Yeah. But is he going to be back for the final or something? I don't think so. Yeah. Well, fair enough. They're crispy pretzel mugs, too. You can hear the crunch. Yep. Definitely a little crispy. Mm. <sighs> my, uh, my parental units uh, have, just oh. returned, have just returned uh, from a two-week uh, cruise to Italy and Greece. How was that? Well, let's see. They were fine until they got to Greece. And then they got lost in Athens. My mom fell down and bruised her knee. Some lovely Greek gentlemen came over and helped her up. And they got themselves pointed in the right direction. Uh, And then mom got COVID. No. And spent the night in an Athens hospital. Really? Really? So was she point? What, what, what did they like not let her get back on the ship or what? So this was a cruise for a while. And then they drop you off in Athens and you stay at a hotel in Athens for the last like four or five days. Oh, <clears> so I'm used to cruises of, just doing like overnights or something. No. So they did, you know, they did Venice. They got to Venice. That's where they took off from or the ship sailed from. They did Croatia, Montenegro, and then when they got to Athens, they all disembarked and got to a hotel and the boat left. Um, and that's when it all went downhill. So, yeah, she had 102.5 fever. She couldn't keep anything down. So they brought her to a hospital, which apparently was straight out of the 1970s. And they wanted to take her for an x-ray. So they left the building and walked across a parking lot to go into another building so that she could have her x-ray. Uh And then, like thieves in the night, um, they got on a plane and flew for 12 hours, then had a layover in Atlanta, and then got on another plane, and they got back to their house at 2 a.m. this morning. Is your mom feeling better? Uh, Yes, but now they've taken a test, and now both my parents have COVID. So, I mean, obviously, it sounds like she had a fever and all that, but relatively speaking, not too ill, I guess. Uh, she was able to, like I said, she was in the hospital overnight. I think part of that was just the fact that they didn't go to the hotel, the hospital until like evening. Um, and then, you know, my dad took a cab to the hospital and picked her up the next morning. And so... Yeah, they, I, I spoke to them both today. They both sound sick, but they're grateful to be home. They don't seem any worse for wear. So, All right. you know, it, it made for an adventure. Um, I was slightly worried that, you know, I'm like, am I going to need to? I, I can't imagine you want me to come get you. But then so, you know, just trying to figure that whole thing out was, you know, made for a stressful couple days. But they are they are back. They're reunited with their dog. They're in their own bed so okay well i'm glad to hear that at the moment everything is yeah but that was that was the uh that was the that was the recent adventure so uh but otherwise you know 
Keep on keeping on. JK living. JK I living? I don't know. Is that a saying? <laughs> First, yeah, I mean. Is it? I, I suppose it is JK's. Now. I said JK's just kidding. So just kidding living? Well, that's maybe morbid. I don't know. I don't know. Um, we've got a. Uh, I've got to work next week, and then I've got 12 days off for the the April break, slightly extended to make it to my birthday. But uh, that should be nice. Uh, are you interested there, Doc? In? In a hypothetical? Always. Uh, I enjoyed what we did last time, so once again, I will, I will pick a couple, and we can... Uh, I will once again predict which one I think you're going to be interested in. Let's go with all orange today. There's certain colors. All right. Here are the three. I have the countdown, the courier, and kicking the Clydesdale. Hmm. Once again, the countdown, the courier, and kicking the Clydesdale. I think I will go with the first one. Let's go with the countdown. The countdown. Here we go. It's a short one. Okay. You are presented with a strange challenge. All right. Present me. Someone dares you to count backward. From 300 to zero. Okay. If if you succeed at this simple request, you will be given $25,000 in cash. However, if you misspeak, get any digit incorrect, or make any mistake whatsoever, you will immediately be doused with gasoline and burned alive. Do you attempt this challenge? No. It's way too like easy did, to miss. I feel like we did. I feel like we did this with the fighting on the moon. Right. The same basic idea, though. And I don't have I honestly don't have confidence in myself to not misspeak once on a single syllable from 300 <laughs> counting backwards to zero. I, I, I would also say no. However, I may have a couple of questions I can ask. Like, is it timed or can I literally sit there and write down, okay, this is the next one. Let me practice it in my head a few times. Like if I have six hours for which to do this, I could probably do it. And yet I still am not willing to risk being burned alive. No, it's, that doesn't seem any like for the risk of $25,000. Don't get me wrong. It's a decent chunk of change, but it's not life changing. No. Being burned alive. That's life changing. I would say so. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, I'm grateful that I don't need money that badly. Yeah. You know, yeah, I imagine there are some people who are in such a dire strait that they may need to uh, may need to take themselves up on that. But mm. uh, can I interest you in the courier or kicking the Clydesdale since that was a faster one than I expected? Sure. Sure. Is there a monetary value in which you would try it? That should have been the follow-up question. Probably, but I don't know. I guess. $250,000. Probably not. 
it would probably need to be somewhere in the vicinity of ten million dollars. Two point five million dollars. I don't know, man. Actually, I actually don't know if there is enough money that could get me to agree to this one. I feel like it would the be the pressure. The pressure, I think, would immediately make you mess up. Like I speak for a living, basically, mm-hmm. and I misspeak all the time. So, like, I, I don't. I just don't feel like this is a doable challenge, regardless of the amount of money. I, so I don't know. I think yeah. I'd probably would. I would probably, uh, probably refuse. I would probably err on the side of caution. I guess. I don't know. Uh, I will say this. I'm jumping completely off topic. We'll come back to a hypothetical. I realize that this is an exciting episode of dynamite for people. Um, and they may want to be interested. Who the heck is calling me from the town you're working in? No one. Somebody did. Uh, Dynamite this evening. Adam Cole makes his in-ring return after multiple months uh, on the injured list. Kenny Omega versus Jeff Cobb. Okay. Uh, Orange Cassidy defending his title. Matt Hardy versus Jack Perry. I don't need to see that one. The Black Bull Combat Club versus Dalton Castle and the boys. All right, sure. So, yeah, not a bad episode. You know, that's a, that's a episode of Dynamite that I might be like, I wonder if we still have Jeff Cobb so, and uh, Kenny Omega, huh? That sounds like an I, all right That's one. a Kenny Omega match I will watch. Yeah, absolutely. You throw, what was his name, Matanza? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Let us assume... A fully grown, completely healthy Clydesdale horse. Those are big. Those are large. These These are dark. These are dark. Has his hooves shackled to the ground while his head is held in place with thick rope. He is conscious and standing upright, but completely immobile. And let us assume that for some reason, Every political prisoner on earth, as cited by Amnesty International, will be released from captivity if you can kick this horse to death in less than 20 minutes. You are allowed to wear steel-toed boots. Would you attempt to do this? No, I would not. I, I am an animal lover. What did that horse do to anybody? And furthermore... The thing that I feel like justifies this mostly to me is I have zero faith that I could kick this animal to death in 20 minutes anyways. I, do you have an idea how big a Clydesdale is? Like, very big. Even with steel-toed shoes, there's no way I could do this. Um, I, it just, it would be, it would be, again, it would be an impossible task. I would, there would be no chance of me actually accomplishing whatever the goal is that they're dangling in front of me, regardless of whether I think that's a good um, goal to attempt to achieve or not. I, I think much like before the last one we talked, about, I think the task you were asking me to do is impossible. Only kicking like even with steel toe boots, like maybe if you like, if you gave me shoes with like spikes on them, maybe it would be possible. 
I, am, like I still iron, wouldn't like try the Iron it. Sheik. Remember his boots had the, like the little curved thing. It would I have to be a big spike. Uh, but even still, I don't think because because I have empathy for animals, I don't think I could do it. And I uh, and I will this, say I have more empathy for animals than I do for people. Yeah. Even we should have gone with the courier. This is a better one. It was the longest one, but it's the better one. You are offered a strange job by a New York-based company. Every morning at 6 a.m., a car service will come to your home and drive you to JFK Airport, which is approximately 40 minutes from your residence. You will then take an 8 a.m. business class flight to Los Angeles, arriving at roughly 11.30 a.m. You will be picked up at the airport and driven to a Burbank office where you will hand deliver three innocuous but unfaxable documents to the corporation's president. You will then be driven straight back to LAX where you will immediately catch a return flight to New York. Another car will pick you up at the New York airport at 9 p.m. and return you to your home in New York City. This is what you would do every day, five days a week. Wake up in New York, fly five and a half hours to Los Angeles, and then immediately fly five and a half hours back. You have to wear dress clothes, but your lunches can be expensed and you would have no other responsibilities when flying. The pay would be a 10% increase from what you currently earn, but they would need a three-year commitment. Would you take this job? No. See, this one I might consider. No. Maybe. Maybe. 10% for the most mind-numbingly dull existence you can and uncomfortable existence. You know I, mean? I know it's business it's class. Business class. Airplanes fucking suck. And everything about <sighs> airplanes, the whole experience fucking sucks for 10%. I like what I do well enough that that's not worth it. You want to tell me you're gonna double my salary? Then I start thinking about it. Okay. Hypothetical. They pick you up. They take you to the airport. You get on the plane. You put on steel-toed boots. While the plane is in the air, you have to kick this climb still. And while doing it, count backwards from 300. I thought you were going to tell me I was going to put on steel-toed boots and I have to kick a stewardess to death. I was like, Matt, maybe I could do. No, the Clydesdale's on the horse. You got to count backwards. $25 Clydesdale's million. on the horse? <laughs> on the plane. Okay. All right. There's a guy named Clyde <laughs> on the horse. I think he just you just lost kick, the count back from 300 challenge. You can't, you can't kick him. <laughs> yeah. If you kick Clyde, you lose. All right. Uh, yeah. If I had, if I was. And just think of how little you would see your significant other for three That's it. years. If I was if I was a single man, if I had just out of college and this job was offered. Oh, sure. That's a different situation. Sure. Because I can entertain myself for 11 hours on a plane. Especially at what? Age 22 or whatever? 25? Yeah. Somewhere in there? Sure. Great. Let's do yeah. it. Now? No, thanks. No. I like my dog no. too much. I like my wife too much. What if it was a group thing? You were allowed to bring your wife and dog. On the plate. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Oscar would like it very much. He doesn't even like the car. I can't imagine he would like a plane. He doesn't like the car. Doesn't want to go for a ride. He hates the car. 
hates him. You let him go free, or do you have put him in a little crate? Neither. He's in a he's in a seat, so he, he's got he's restrained. Should we stop fast? But he's yeah. He's not in a crate. He's open to the air. He can look out the window. Should he choose? It's kind of like a little booster seat because he would be too small to see out the window without it. Um, mm-hmm. But no, he hates it. There's nothing but yeah. shake the entire time. He's scared. I can see that. Is it because every time he goes somewhere, he's either getting groomed or going to the vet? No, he used to go all sorts of nice places. Um, and even then, he hated the car. So I don't think so. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> well, there we go. A trio of weird hypotheticals. I may have to start screening these. I like I like I like knowing them, you know, I like learning them when you do, but you know, a little dark. Whatever. We don't support this this podcast does not support animal cruelty. No, it does not. Nor does it support moon fighting. No. No. Political prisoners, well, you know, whatever. You've seen Black Mirror. I haven't seen Black Mirror, but I've heard about Black Mirror. I watched one episode of Black Mirror in which a politician (laughs) fucked a pig. That was the one I was thinking of. And I was like, okay, like I get like sci-fi satire. Like I get it. Like this is just a little too on the nose. Like this is just a little too fucking stupid hammer over the head. Like, I know everybody raved and raved about it, but that one episode, I was like, this is fucking dumb. This is fucking trash for stupid people. And I didn't watch anymore. Sorry, everybody who likes Black Mirror. Sorry. Have you decided? uh, Are you going to go see Evil Dead Rise or are you going to stay home and watch Joe Bob? Undecided. Still have to speak with the wife about it. Um she is fully supportive of either decision, but yeah, I just don't know what would be what would be best. Why have you come up with some alternative for me, uh, DC? I I would go with what I offered before. You go to a kind of an afternoon movie, and then you're home for Joe Bob. Yeah, unclear. Not not sure yet. Obviously, I've got work in the morning and. Mm. Don't think I can get out of that, but I'd be done by by lunchtime. So when you when you lecture on your birthday, will you let them know that it's your birthday? Oh, of course not. No, really, I don't think so. No, they don't need to know me. But to know you is to love you. They can love me if they want, but they're not going to get to know you, me. You got presents at the end of last semester. I got. I don't know present. that you're going to. I, and I, I can guarantee you, I am not. I was going to say any presence. I don't know that you're going. The general temperature is quite hostile. I would say. I so. think. I think you should put a slide in that just says it's my birthday. It is a picture of you with a party hat and maybe one of those things, and you don't address it. You just go to the slide. You like let it up there for like three or four seconds, and then you move on and keep talking. You're like. Pass. Do you feel like there does need to be a uh, more of a, I don't want to say facade, but more of a larger distinction between personal and professional in this job? Mm, 
really, except really for me, it comes down to just the sheer number of people like 500 people don't need to know me. You know what I mean? Like if I had like a student who came to see me all the time and we had good conversations, I, I would, I might mention to them it's my birthday, but like, I, I don't actually have anybody like that. So I, but like, I, that's, I feel like that's different. Like if they came, if they came to my office, like, when's your birthday? And I was like, it is today. Like I, I could see saying that, but like, eh, in front of an entire lecture hall, it just doesn't seem like the venue for that. I don't know. I don't know. Fair enough. This is a totally random question. Have you ever considered buying a 3D printer? Not seriously. I've had the thought that would be neat to to mess with, but yeah. not seriously because I realize I would print like half a dozen things and be like, well, that was a neat $500 expense and then never touch it again. So, okay, that's fair. Why do you ask? I just I I don't we were talking about something and I had some of a 3D printer and then I was like I could see that being something you were interested in probably briefly it's kind of like you know. AI generative art I think I would love it for a week or two and then I wouldn't touch it again Are you, has that phase ended oh yeah what phase are you in now um I don't know Anime phase? I'm mostly watching okay. a bunch of anime, I guess. I don't know. So, like, when this podcast is over, yeah, you will head downstairs and watch some anime? Probably not. Um, I'm trying to own... Well, maybe. It's possible. I definitely watched a few episodes last night, so it's possible. But the, the two shows that I'm sort of going back and forth between right now my Hero Academia and um, Mob Psycho 100. I have reached basically the end of both of their shows. Mob Psycho 100 only has three seasons, and that's the end of the series. And I've got, I think, two episodes left there. And My Hero Academia has just reached the end of its sixth season. I presume there will be a seventh at some point, but it is likely at least a year away because it, they just aired the last episode of that season last week. I have to watch that episode still, but other than that, I'm out. So I really only have like three episodes left to watch of both of those. And I'm probably going to save those for, um, for working out. Probably. I, I try to distract myself when I'm on the elliptical since the Mm -hmm. new year, I've been sticking to going down on the elliptical for at least 30 minutes, three times a week. Um, Hey, good for you. This last week, Finally, you know, it's been a few months now. I said, maybe I should up my goal to four times a week. So I'm going to try to go for four this week, see how that works out. Um, but yeah, having episodes for that is ideal. And I really probably have to find something else now to watch. And I don't know what that's going to be just yet. So I ain't no rush to burn through those three episodes that I have. Uh, I'll definitely watch some tomorrow when I don't go to campus. And mm-hmm. what's What's the pace on the elliptical? I don't know. Jog, walk, jog. A uh, jog, yeah, definitely more than a walk, but um, I don't know enough that I get sweating. You know, 
Uh, I'll call it a jog. I, I tried to get back into after remembering I have a pedometer app on my phone. Um, tried to get back into trying to get over 5,000 steps a day. And in the last 10 days, I've made eight out of 10 and I've gotten 4,000, nine out of 10. Um, but I can't say I am, you know, power walking. I'm more, you know, more of a leisurely stroll, but it's better than nothing. Hey, man, walking counts. So get yeah. out there. Yep. I've walked 13 miles in the last week. So yeah, I'll take it. The last week, I've also started intermittent fasting. Okay. It's not something I've ever thought of really seriously before, but I do want to lose some weight. I mean, hence why I've been doing the elliptical since the new year. And mm-hmm. that hasn't been substantially fruitful. Uh, I, I do feel like maybe I've transferred some weight from fat to slightly more less, slightly less jiggly muscles, let's say, mm-hmm. um, but nothing too effective. And so it's re- sort of reached the point where it's like, well, I've got to do something about my horrible diet. And I'm just not the sort of person that fav- can fathom the idea of, of doing like calorie tracking, calorie in, mm-hmm. calorie out, that sort of thing. And so sure. in, in a desperate attempt to not try to actually regulate the shit that I'm putting into my face, uh, I, I have taken the approach of, well, let's just let's try limiting the amount of time that I eat, because that seems to be the general approach for these intermittent fasting people. Don't get me wrong. Some people are serious into calorie tracking, but I'm trying to not get to that stage. And so I've been trying basically this last week to do what they call an 18 six window, which is basically just 18 okay. hours fasting, six hours eating window. Um, so I've been sort of eating from 1 to 7 p.m. and then back into the fasts, and I don't eat again until 1 o'clock the next day. Um, How's it working for you? I think it's working okay. I don't have any, like, real serious hunger pangs or anything. It's not, like, difficult to make it to 1 o'clock or anything. Um, so that seems fine. And I do think I'm probably eating less overall because just shoving a bunch of calories into a six hour window is more difficult. Um, you know, you, you do get full, especially in, in short over short periods of time. And I think it's real easier for me to say after seven o'clock, nope, just not going to eat anything than it is to try to mm-hmm. like regulate something more granular than that. I'm just not good at that. Right. So. I don't know. I think I feel like it's it's sort of working out, but like it, it's still early days. I I don't expect to see any serious um, improvements, but I figure if I'm able to sort of stick to this for at least the short term and continue to do the elliptical stuff, maybe that will have maybe that'll move the needle for me and maybe worth it. I don't know. We'll see. Will you will you consider longer periods of fasting? Not right now. Um, I was definitely hesitant to try this at all, you know. But again, I've been kind of surprised by how relatively easy it has been. And don't get me wrong, I'm not being super strict. I guess you could call it sort of a dirty fast. Like, um, there's some argument I see online about, like, whether or not having coffee is acceptable. Most people say black coffee is perfectly fine, but I can't drink black coffee. I need to have a little bit of cream in there or something like that. 
But most people say as long as you're keeping like you're serving to under 50 calories or so, that doesn't break your fast. So I'm still having my morning coffee with two tablespoons of half and half, which is about 40 calories. And I'm sure the caffeine, which also acts a little bit as an appetite suppressant, is probably helping me there. Um, so I don't know if I'm really, again, I'm sure there are plenty of people out there who say, well, that's not really a real fast. Uh, but I feel like it's fucking close enough. And frankly, I don't think I would be able to stick to anything even close to this without my coffee. So um, sure. I think it's a necessary evil. There are plenty of people online who say they do the same thing and it works out just fine for them. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Hard to believe what yeah. to believe. And overall, I don't really buy into the mumbo jumbo of the fast, which is to say, oh, yeah, the first four hours, your body's and the cattle the catabolic phase. And then for 12 hours, you're in the end. And then after that, you're in the serious fat burning phase. And then from 24 hours to 72 hours, you're in the ketogenic phase. And uh, all that stuff is just, yes, it's large as somebody who it, it even teaches biochemistry. Some of it is based in fact, but like exact numbers like that are bullshit, especially compared to like, what's the last thing you ate when did you eat it? Like all that stuff has serious effects on that. So like, I'm not taking it as seriously as some people, but again, I think at the end of the day, limiting the eating window ultimately reduces the number of calories in, which I think for me is the point. I I think food, I find that food is habitual. Yes. Like the, I do it just yet. I think as you're saying habitually really just because right? Yeah. I'm existing. I have nothing else to do. Hey, there's some food yeah. there. Yeah. Let me put some chips in my fucking face. And I just feel yeah. like this is a, a conscious decision to say no to that at certain times. If I want to stuff my face with chips from one to 7 PM. Okay. But again, there's a limit to how much I'm going to want to eat inside of six yeah. hours. So no, they, they, I have seen, People talk about you got to break the habit. So, like, you know, some people are like, you don't eat at meal times when you are actually physically hungry. Because there's also that you're talking about the hunger pains. There's the psychological I need to eat versus the actual physical I need to eat. Right. Um, you know, I found I I'm hovering. I can't get past the damn thirty pounds. I got about thirty pounds that I have lost since. July, August, somewhere that lasts. Good for you, man. That's hard work right there. That's something to be proud of. I, I would kill it. for fucking 30 pounds off. I would appreciate it. I, I'm telling you, there there was a, you know, we've done Weight Watchers since we were getting ready to get married, and they had a program. They've since gotten rid of it, so I'm saying, screw it. I'm doing it my way. <laughs> um, maybe, that's, maybe that's why I can't get past 30 pounds. But, um you know, there are certain foods that they considered zero points and you were able to kind of pick and choose from a list of, you know, so chicken breast, turkey breast, zero points. I could eat all of it all day if I wanted to. Potatoes, depending on how they're prepared, zero points. Really? Fruits and vegetables. Potatoes? They, they've changed it now, now, because every year or so they have to come up with a new plan to get you to buy back in again. It was just all um, carbohydrates, like... It worked. I was right. eating, you know, I, I was eating air fried, no oil potatoes and chicken that and probably vegetables. Put your triglycerides through the roof, though. No. One thing at a time, Doc. <laughs> I mean, that's just what I carbohydrates was, do. They just get processed. Yes. To, 
Yes, I would imagine, yeah, considering I'm on triglyceride meds. So, yes, there's probably okay, a fair, connection fair there. Um, but when it comes to, you know, when it came to the weight, that worked. Okay. And just trying to, to minimize the, you know, can I, instead of wanting to, like, right now, when this podcast is over, there is a brownie in that fridge that is calling my name. I would probably get... 60 to 70 percent of the satisfaction if i ate a couple of the strawberries that were in there instead and 20 minutes later my body's not gonna really notice the difference all that much so yeah am i gonna have the brownie i don't know but i uh, would i have zero self-control that's it that's it it's the you know can i try to can i try to uh mitigate and do all of that so i think the intermath i think the intermittent fasting works I will be nervous if you're like, I'm on, I'm, I haven't eaten since <laughs> four o'clock on Tuesday. Yeah. I don't, like I am given like everybody online says, Oh, like start off with, with 14, eight or I'm sorry, 14, yeah. 10 or, or try to do 16, eight, but 18, six is like, that's advanced. And of course, as the idiots, I, I was like, I'll just jump straight to 18, six. I'll see how it is. And like, the relative ease with which I am doing it says like has suggested to me, maybe I should try like an OMAD thing, like a one meal a day thing. Like some people do mm-hmm. like 24, which is, you know, 20 fasted four eat and basically eat one big meal inside that four hours and you're done. Yeah. And so like party's like, maybe I should just try that. I don't know. That seems, that seems a little extreme to me still. Maybe if I mm-hmm. actually stick I, you're gonna be wrong. I don't know that I'm gonna stick to this thing long term. If I do, if I do this for a month and I'm still doing it, maybe I'll I'll branch out and yeah. try myself a 24 hour water fast. I don't know, um, but it's not not something I'm really <laughs> super interested in. No, uh, you know the podcast that I am listening to the most now is Penn Sunday School from with Penn Gillette, who did the I'm gonna only eat potatoes for two weeks. Okay. Like so for he tried a mono diet. So for two weeks he only ate potatoes, which was apparently to break the habit and get your taste buds sort of reacclimated to what sweet tastes like and what sugar tastes like and all of that sort of thing. Um and then he proceeded to lose, you know, a hundred or so pounds. He eats one meal a day. He has one giant, you know, salad or something a day with like two pints of blueberries. And- I see some people for this OMAD thing. They basically, they buy like this giant bowl and they, 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 they build yes. their meals yeah. around basically filling the bowl with usually a salad base. You add some sort of protein, yeah. you add healthy fats of some sort, whether that's an avocado or whatever. Yeah. yeah and then you just fucking it's go to town. Usually, usually it is for him. Yeah. Cause he goes, he's now vegan on a plant-based diet, brown rice, black beans, kale, a sweet potato, tomatoes. I think I said kale already. And he doesn't do a dressing because he tries to reduce the oil. fat. So he does Tabasco sauce. That is his. Does he do soy or anything flavor. like that? Or is he soy free? Or? I don't know. He's, he said it was, it, was the, it was the beans, the rice, the sweet potato, the kale, the tomatoes. Those are the things I know offhand. He may add some other stuff. But, I mean, I know. guess he's getting all his protein from, I mean, there's some protein in rice, but mostly from the beans, huh? I guess. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, you know, I, I have tried to do, to eat more of that, which tends to help. Um, 
the last week, given all the stress going on, hasn't been the best for that. But regardless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's a it's a tricky thing. I think it has worked. My wife and I have both noticed because I my wife wouldn't step on a scale, but I am sure she's down probably 12 or 15, if I had to guess, uh, herself. And we have noticed that, you know, our eyes are now way bigger than our stomachs. Food that I used to be able to eat in great amounts. Now, after a small amount, I'm like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need that flavor anymore. Mm. And I have tried to adopt the, you know, the idea of being a little more mindful. And as I take a bite of something, I try to ask myself the question, is this bringing me joy? And if the answer is no, especially when it comes to a treat of some kind, and if the answer is no, stop eating it doesn't always happen. My problem is I enjoy that food too much. If I were to stop and be mindful and say, is this bringing me joy? 95% of the time I'd be like, yes, give me those pickle chips. Delicious. Well, that's fine. That's a different thing. But like, so uh, we had gone to a, a bakery or I had some lemon blueberry square thing and I bit into it and I'm like, the lemon is too artificial. There's not enough blueberry. This isn't great. And I threw it out. And I was like, did I just waste $3.89? Yes. I was actually, you did that when we went to that dumpling place. And I was impressed. You you took a yeah. bite and you were like, yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm done with this. Nope. That's I was I was probably when we did that, I was probably right in the 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 starting of it. So that place it works, no you know. longer exists, by the way. Already, already done. Already done. Oh, nobody wanted their locker dumplings. No, they're they're. Is they're the noodle false, bar still open? Their false dumpling machine thing. Yeah, is the noodle bar still open? Uh, yes, noodle place is still there. Those dumplings were good. Yeah, yeah, that place is still there, and I've been thinking I should head back, but yeah, those those dumplings were good. And I am sure we only have two emails this week, but I am sure they are going to be good because it's from two of our besties, the bestest of the besties. Our first one comes from Glenn. You can get us an email podcast at ddtwrestling.com. It's WrestleMania, Bob A. Hi, guys. We're just now a few days to the showcase of the Immortals. I'd like to know which is your favorite WrestleMania match and favorite show overall. Thanks, as always. G to the L to the E to the double N. Favorite match is easy. Blindfold match? Favorite show? No, but it's in my top five or six. All right. Uh, Brett and Owen. Okay. We, we talked about yeah. it. Brett and Owen opening WrestleMania 10. That match is uh, as close to perfect as I think you can get. Uh, honorable mention to the Hollywood Blacklot Brawl. I've always been partial which, to... Uh, Bret Hart versus Yokozuna. Okay. I really like the part where Hulk Hogan comes out and takes the title. Oh, WrestleMania 9. I hate that. <laughs> I would imagine, you know, you're going to go Hogan Warrior, WrestleMania 6. Nah. That seems like... No. Never liked that, even when I was a kid. I never... Like, even then, I could tell the two of them in the ring just were not exciting to actually watch. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite match from a specific wrestling? It honestly game? might be the blindfold match. Um, it's a good one. It's the it's one very that good sticks one. out in my mind, certainly. Yeah. Um, you know, people say Taker Sean. Not going to argue. 
the both of those matches. I think Sean good. Flair, like that's yeah. Uh, Bret Hart Austin from thirteen, the submission match yep. where Austin's bloody and passes out. That match is great. Savage Steamboat from WrestleMania three. Sure. That match is great. There are good ones. Don't get me wrong. Um, favorite overall show. I'm going to say WrestleMania 12 just because that was 96, which was right in the pocket of when I was really into it. Uh, is it the best one in hindsight? No. You know? But that's, that's the one I've watched the most. I don't know what's possessing me to say this because I've definitely never rewatched it. Okay. But it might be WrestleMania 30? Sure. I really like the idea of, of Daniel Bryan running that gauntlet. I would like to see it again because, you know, that was right as the network. That was the first WrestleMania I was like really back into. Um, and me too. Like I was at that was me when I was still like into it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, 2014, the network's only that was the first WrestleMania where you got it for $10 and you were like, this is amazing. Yeah. Uh, you got taker brock which is a you know wasn't the best match but it was a moment for sure you've got the first andre battle royal big show win that or is that cesaro cesaro okay yeah not a bad not a bad one not a bad answer uh thank you glenn would be interested in hearing yours maybe bulldogs what bulldogs dream team WrestleMania 2? I like the one where Bobby the Brain Heenan's backwards on that camel. That's also WrestleMania 9? Yeah, that's a good one. Fantastic. That's Giant Gonzalez, right? Yes! That's that's one of my... Taker Taker riding the chariot with the vulture on his arm? Coming out in broad daylight. Um, (laughs) There's something about that show which will forever be a favorite because of all the pomp and circumstance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mean Gene and a toga. Yeah, so good. So good. Uh, our last email comes from Mrs. Manson. What's it going to be? Dear DC and Doc, random scenario of the day. Somebody gives you billboard space on a major roadway for free. What do you put on it and why? Yours truly, Mrs. Manson. Do I get to pick the roadway or is it just, does it show up anywhere? Anywhere. Well, based on recent events... I am tempted to put something about the ridiculousness of U.S. gun laws. Yeah, I can um, solve anything. But no, no. I saw a picture of a somebody who went to the Capitol today with a you know a, a paid U.S. representative with an AR-15 tie pin. Like, stick it in your eye. I uh, I think I might put something you know it might be something as simple as like find your happy or promote positivity or you know something something like that. I'd advertise uh, this you, podcast. <laughs> that would be good. We'd get at least you know two or three more listeners. I gotta say, if we did that. Um, I've also noticed yeah. in just in the last two days. I I don't know what I think I just randomly clicked on it in my bookmarks by accident. But I've noticed that B Movie Geek and Horrid Podcast and all my other websites have gone all offline. And I don't know why. Oh. Okay. Because I still have my account. And the, the, your credit card expired. You got to re up. No, I'm still got a valid subscription. So, like, I 
Don't know what happened. Looks like I've got some tech support in my future. I'm my get best guess based off the sort of error messages I'm seeing is that the server that I am on got assigned a different like internal IP address and my mm. my domain names are no longer pointed to the right server. That's my guess, but I'm not actually I'm not actually experienced enough to know if that's actually what's happening. So I was because originally I was gonna say let's let's uh let's advertise the horrid podcast, but that wouldn't be helpful. So I, I guess DDT wrestling can have it. Your Facebook page is still up. Well Facebook is Facebook. I'm just saying. Trying to figure out nope. I'm trying to figure out if there's like an alternate domain that mm-hmm. but yeah. Interesting. And part of me is also just like, maybe this is what I've been waiting for. Maybe I should just cancel my subscription and let all of that stuff die. Because what the fuck am I still paying a subscription fee for this web hosting for? I don't add anything to these sites anymore. How many many views? Can you see that? Can you check and see how many views you've gotten in the last... Well, I mean, it would probably be skewed anyways, since I don't know how long this site has been down. I suppose that's probably true. Yeah. But I don't know. I think people would be sad to see it go. I don't think anybody reads. GQ will we? I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, the podcast isn't going anywhere. That'll still exist on Pinecast, our, our podcast host for now. But yeah, I don't know. Well, on that on that slightly weird note. Yeah, sorry. Uh, what's your piece of positivity? Um, hmm. It's good. I don't know. I, I it's good to be back in the saddle this week. Actually, it's it's nice to actually get back to work and do some of the work that I like to do. Um, don't get me wrong. There's plenty of parts to work that I don't like, but. The actual lecturing is the stuff that I do like, so that's been nice to get back and doing that. Um, yeah, let's go with that, I guess. Weird one, I guess, but... There's nothing wrong with yeah. that. Nothing wrong with that at all. I'm really enjoying Mob Psycho 100. I know I've already talked about it on the show, but... If you're at all an anime fan, if you haven't seen Mob Psycho 100, I think you owe it to yourself. There's some crazy animation in that show that is just real good. I don't know. I just, I really enjoy it. And I think it's a good story overall. It's nice that it's sort of a self-contained three seasons. It's not this big, huge, overly long thing. Like, all the characters are pretty interesting. I don't know, man. I just really enjoying that show. So, uh, You said Psycho. Are you familiar? This was just on a podcast I was listening to. Are you familiar with Psycho X-10? No. What's that? Uh, Psycho X-10 was a low to no budget 2020 movie in which someone tried to redo recreate psycho from memory (laughs) and i was just like that is i was listening to again that penn sunday school this was an episode from early 2021 um and i was just like that i think would be great looks like it might be on youtube there's 44 minutes maybe yeah, I think that's it. I don't think it's a full-length feature. But I could see that should be season two of Horrid, is Doc Manson creates, you know, 
you've got you've got to recreate the you know horror movies from memory you're not allowed to look it up you're not allowed you know i am going to put this onto my playlist that gets automatically pulled by my server and i am going to watch this one on my television at some point soon excellent this looks this looks like a lot (laughs) of fun well i thank you for letting me know about that you're welcome i i was i was getting my steps in this uh this evening, I was out for a little walk and heard that and thought, you know, that's a very cool idea to try to re- like. I thought that from a wrestling context to be like, all right, you've got to walk me through. There's that blind it, that blindfold match, start to finish. It reminds me of a movie. I think it's called, I think it's called Our RoboCop Remake, and and it, it's basically like, I don't know exactly how many filmmakers it is. Let's say it's something like twenty or thirty filmmakers. They each contribute like like a few minutes of RoboCop. They each do a scene from the original RoboCop. And like it's all done in whatever style those filmmakers wanted. Like some of it's like real low budget. Some of it's claymation. Some of it's like whatever that filmmaker felt like doing. And it all got put together into a remake. And some one scene from it got really famous online because there's like this one scene in the original RoboCop, the real RoboCop where there's like it's when robocop first gets activated and he's going out and stopping crime in that first montage you know and there's like this one scene where like this blonde woman gets taken hostage by a couple of uh crooks and robocop ends up like aiming between the woman's legs and like blowing the guy's dick off right you don't actually see it in graphic detail in the original movie uh but in this i think it's claymation this segment because i remember seeing it online somewhere like it's like it goes it goes completely off the walls where it's just like actual like you know claymation dicks just getting utterly mutilated like dick after dick after dick and i'm pretty sure that's actually in this remake and i've always wanted to see it i've never actually sat down and watched the whole thing but this psycho x10 thing made me think of it i might have to try to track that down too anyways in in this era in which a lot of movies are just getting remade. There is an there is an opportunity for people to have some fun with that, and you know, and that's why I'm, I'm interested going, in. I'm going to you know, if we're going to redo, I think this actually released around the time of the RoboCop remake slash reboot that everybody yeah. forgot about. Um, and yeah, I I don't think I don't think you should remake good movies. And RoboCop, I think, is one of the best. So, like, there's no points, right? Remake bad movies. Take bad movies that weren't executed well, that had poor stories. Do something fresh with them. Turn them into something original and new. But I don't really think there's a reason to remake good movies. And if you're going to do something with a good movie, yeah, do it like this. Put a spin on it. Have some fun. Um, I agree with you. That that should be the point if you yeah. want to touch these actually good movies. Although, I mean, at the same time, like, I'm not real precious about it. Like, some people online, like, that Nightmare on Elm Street remake, yeah, it wasn't good. But, like, it wasn't terrible. And I just want a more a Nightmare on Elm Street. If that's how I have to get it, okay. Robert Englund's not immortal. You know, he can't keep putting the makeup on. I don't know. I'm a complex man of complex opinions. What's your piece of positivity, DC? I'm sorry. I'm rambling here. 
No, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. We made it over an hour. I, there, there was a moment there early on where I was like, we're like 33 minutes in and we're pretty much done with all the major conversation. Um, uh, you know, it, it had been, there was a scary, it was a scary moment to have, you know, yeah, a, a parent ill and in a hospital in a foreign country and be like, is she going to be okay? Are they going to be able to get home? Are they going to be stuck there? Uh, so I'm trying to find, you know, I, I feel like this is this is the honest answer, and I feel like this is repetitive that it, that I keep mentioning her. But uh, my wife buckled down Monday. You know, she wasn't working. I had to go to work. She was out. You know, she made food for them because we went over yesterday and you know sort of filled the fridge so they didn't have to worry about uh, getting groceries when they got home. And so you know, my wife really, you know. Did a lot of work so that I did not have to do it outside of my own job, which was lovely. Um, but also, what was it? There was something else I was going to say. Oh, there is a bakery uh, very close to where my parents live, which is also very close to where I grew up, somewhat close to you. Um, and they have a, they, and we just tried it. It is called a buttercream fudge cake. And it is like, Take your favorite hostess, little Debbie, you know, take that hostess cupcake and just make it three to four times better. Um, you know, there, there is this special like vanilla cake with rainbow sprinkles that my wife really likes. So we had picked that up. We picked up the buttercream fudge cake and two bites in. She was like, yeah, I don't think I'm ever eating this vanilla cake again. This is it's. It's good. All right. It's real good. So, uh, yeah, you know, it, WrestleMania will be fun. I, I, I feel like this might be my last one for a while. Like, I, I am wondering. I'm not even watching as much Honor Club, but I'm kind of like, uh, am I kind of done with WWE for a little bit? I might be. I'm, I, might, I might be just like, you know what? I don't need to watch you to to. I'm not finding joy, much like taking a bite of that dumpling. I'm not getting as much joy as I used to out of WWE. Having said that, I am sure WrestleMania will be fun. I hope all of you enjoy it. As we say, Doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night? Well, if you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, send us an email, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. And if you'd like to support what we do, I don't know why you would, but head over to patreon.com forward slash ddtwrestling. Give us just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It does help us keep the lights on. It keeps the podcast hosted and um, all that other good stuff. And make sure to go to bmoviegeekandhorror.com as soon as they're back up. Yeah, I kind of don't think I'm going to bother. I'm going to go on to the file server and try to see if I can pull the files so at least I have there them we locally. Go. Right. That, was, that was what I was going to say. Not, as long as you have yeah, the files. But other than that, I don't. I don't care. That's fine. The end of an era. He is Doc Manson. That Doc Manson. Text is I dead. See Matthews. So there's season two of Horrid. You just do a dramatic reading of all your B-movie geek things. Pass. <laughs> what if you kick a Clydesdale while you're doing it? Pass. <laughs> we will see. No, that's not it. <laughs> Unt- I, can't, I can't get it. Until we meet again, my friends, 
Happy WrestleMania, won't you be our bestie? <laughs>